Hello there in Podcast Land and welcome back to Spoilers, a bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where you also have lots of opinions with zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we play a couple games, we give your insight into the film, we crack a couple jokes at the end. This week, we are watching 2014's The Amazing Spider-Man 2, <laughs> from 2014. This is the second movie and the second reboot of the Spider-Man franchise. We're watching this because there's a new Spider-Man coming out. Spider-Man Far From Home? Yes. Yeah. This was directed by Mark Webb, which you might know from 500 Days of Summer. How funny. Which I like that guy. Mark Webb. Mark Webb. Oh, Spider-Man, hey, Mark Webb. Webb. Hey, look hey. at you. Oh, I didn't make the connection. What? Well, 500 Days of Summer, which is a movie I loved. Uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend as well, which is a movie that the e- Thurman movie, existed. Right? Don't we all have those? Is that the super? No, that's Super Ex Girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And we're talk- yeah, I like that one too. Kind of. Uh, this is starring <laughs> Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone, Jamie Foxx, and Dane Mahan. Mm-hmm. Synopsis of the film before we get into our review. When New York is put under siege by Oscorp, it is up to Spider Man to save the city he swore to protect as well as his loved ones. Have you ever seen this movie before? Yes, I have. Yo. You're joined here by Cowboy. Oh, yes. I forgot the intro part. Yeah. When you start I'm now. Adam. I'm joined, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by Cowboy. I skipped over things. It's well, late. You know, it's late. You did say Emma Stone, which got my mind. Woo. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. There's Cowboy over there. My show's joining as well. Oh. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I like her blonde. She yeah. is a blonde. Oh, yeah. I also like her as a redhead. I also like her as a brunette. Yeah, it's Emma Stone. <laughs> I like on. her as Emma Stone, turns out. <laughs> yeah. So have you seen this before, this movie? No. Yes. You have not? No. You have? Yes. I have not. Ah! This so is I'm my first one? watch. In fact, Cowboy and I were texting about this. Should we watch the first movie? <laughs> you haven't watched the first one? No. I, I have not watched have the first not. movie. Oh, I think you should watch the this first This is my one, first introduction to this Spider-Man. The this, amazing Spider-Man. The amazing. Remember, remember how we were always talking about how sequels never did better than the first one, usually? Right. It should have watched the first one. Mm. I, I like the fact that the asshole was in the first movie. Which asshole? Uh, Dennis Leary. Oh. <laughs> Dennis Leary uh, was Emma Stone's father, I assume, in the first movie. Yes. Right. Uh, he has brief uh, glances in this movie. Yes. I'm an asshole. In, yeah. in the first movie, he plays a captain. Of the police department. Which is not technically the bad guy but or the asshole, but just like the father figure. No, we're saying asshole because Dennis Leary has a song that he sings. Oh, yeah. I'm an asshole. Sorry. I like to park in handicapped spaces. A well, handicapped people make handicapped faces. L E. Yeah. Basically, the role he played in Demolition Man was the asshole song. Yeah. By the way, Demolition Man in the archives. Check out in spoilers. Yeah. We did that way back in the day. Yes, we did. That was a fun one. You know, we should recap on one of these movies one day. See how we play now compared to then. All right. Oh, maybe a reboot. Yeah. Oh, a lot of movies we do are reboots. We should reboot some of our old podcasts. I'm not against it. We'll figure it out. I kind of like that idea. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So as long as it's not Keanu. Mm. (laughs) 
That's too soon for a reboot. We're not doing a Spider-Man now reboot. Now we can do uh, <laughs> Master of Disguise. Oh, oh, you son of a bitch. We will never How do it. Dare you. Never. That How? will never be rebooted. <laughs> what if they rebooted that movie? How? How? You know who should do it? If it was to be rebooted? Jim Carrey? Adam Sandler should reboot it. Why? You hate him too. Yes, because I want it to kill his career in the same <laughs> way that it killed Dana Carvey's. He came back eventually. Dana Carvey came back and he was fine. His stand-up was okay. But it was... I want... Okay. He did a recent... Uh, Adam Sandler did a recent movie on Netflix, actually. With Jennifer Aniston, yes. Yes. I heard it was actually really good. From what I have heard... This is the Netflix version of Avatar, uh-huh. based on the numbers. Uh-huh. There was a weird algorithm they put together. Well, which Avatar? Not the Avatar that you love so much. Not no. the Airbender. The, the James Cameron one. Oh, okay. <laughs> not the yeah, not the one with the Arrowhead guy. Uh, he, You're missing he, out. He liked a lot of water, right? Huh? Arrowhead. Oh, Hello. actually, yeah, he did. Hey, we got Airbender. Here we go. Yeah, all right. You got an arrow on your head. Uh, Cowboy, you brought one of the props we had from one of our old shows. It was the Arrow episode. Yeah, I think we need to put the props um, up in the new studio. Oh, yeah. The, and once the studio is built uh, completed, it'll have all the props. You'll have your arrow. You'll have your Pokemon ball. <laughs> uh, all these other things. All right, very good. The red dress. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that red dress. I'm gonna see if I can get that. I'm gonna. Try, I'm gonna. I'm gonna by the way, by, by the way, the chin box. music is uh, much longer than it was back in right. those days. They would have made the red dress much more inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have. It, it's more flowing. By the way, uh, we did a commercial way back in the drum box days, where Cowboy here put up a red dress for a commercial we did. It was. I was fantastic. a sexy bitch. Okay, you, you were very attractive. It was very nice. You so, were. Um, I was so shocked. You were great. Uh, check it out <laughs> Rat Pack Podcast Rat Pack last, Productions last, last YouTube channel Last minute idea though It was The red dress and it the wig Improv It was uh, We got to the studio And it was like Hey By any chance In your plethora of costumes Do you have A dress and a wig And they're like Yeah I was like Let's try this out Perfect Apparently I look good in red Yeah He's, he's, he's a natural blonde in red <clears throat> I can't Actually it was, it was a black wig I know but you're a natural blonde <laughs> Do the curtains? All right, never mind. Uh, <laughs> oh, hardwood so, floors. Not what? So you have hardwood floors in here, dude. Yes, we do. Yeah. It's very, very, very hardwood. Uh, so, Amazing Spider-Man. This is my first introduction into this world With of Garfield? Spider-Man. No, what? lasagna. Is he Garfield? No. What? What kind of wrench is happening right now? Well, who's the who's the main who's Spider-Man? Spider-Man. What's his name? His name is Garfield. Andrew Peter Parker. Garfield. Oh, shit. I thought for a second he was the Flash from the Flash series. Same, same, they're both wiry. Same build, right? Yeah. Same build, same kind of attitude. Yeah. I, I do not like Andrew Garfield's face. Yeah. It bothered me very much. The Especially when he smiled. Everything about him was just like... It reminded uh, me, remind me of the new guy. It reminds me more of... Uh, there's a CSI Miami. The, the, not, not Miami. CSI. The original CSI TV show that was based in Las Vegas, there was a guy on there who was kind of this buff, good-looking CSI guy. It looks like this Andrew Garfield is his younger brother, less successful, less attractive. You should check to see if it is. I, I did. It's not. All right. <laughs> when I was watching this, like, they got to be related. They have the same facial structure, except his is all messed up. Spider-Man <laughs> looked... 
too scrawny for me in this movie. Well, that's the thing about it, though. I mean, in the first okay. in the first Spider Man, they used what's his face, Tobey Maguire. Yeah, and he was just too small or short. I or think something? he was perfect. You think so? C- compared to this guy, for sure, he was a better Spider Man. Yeah, this Spider Man looked too gangly, and he, he he didn't come across as nerdy as what did I just say his name was Tobey Maguire. Maguire. No, he came across as the suave debonair type guy especially when he got in the beginning of the movie when he got to the graduation and he walked up on stage he just grabbed his girlfriend and just started macking down with her right on stage yeah. like yeah i'm all that you know yeah he, he, he did not play peter parker right but here's the thing i don't know peter parker in the comics oh really i know him only from the the cartoons you should know him. okay but the from what i get from from maestro and i was from hollywood Peter Parker was like Deadpool .05 or something, as, as far as his witty banter, the, the way that he could talk. He wasn't insane. He was just a smart guy with an attitude. Yeah, but the, the Peter Parker that I have in my mind, based on my things, is more of a Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Um, where he's just more like, it's naive. downplayed. It's downplayed, the fact that he does what he does. Until you see Spider-Man 3, and you're like, what the hell happened? Right. Because when you put the mask on, you can become Spider-Man and, and become this awesome person. Well, because he was hiding behind a mask. Right. That was the whole concept. But in, when the mask that. comes off, he can't still be that suave. No. He still can't be that good. So that, that, that's the thing that I think killed it for me with, with this Spider-Man. Uh, Tom Holland was, was pretty good because he's... He, Although he's he's better looking than he should be, I think the the new Spider Man, the one that okay. was in the Avengers and all the things, he he is better looking than the previous Spider Man, but his his personality is such is such a is such a fucking nerd. Okay, well, which is why I grasp to it. I, I yeah. like perfect. That's the Spider Man that I I, I like, and, and I think that's the hard thing is because when you see the original Spider Man with Tobey Maguire, he he did really good as Peter Parker. Yes. He was a great Peter Parker. He was a great Peter Parker. Yes. Spider-Man was different. So, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to see a reboot when, I mean, if you like how Tobey Maguire played Peter Parker, and then you see yeah. all these other guys trying to play a Peter Parker, and it's completely different. Well, that's so, th- You've seen Tom Holland play in the Avengers show, right? Yeah. How did you think about that? I enjoy, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Yeah. It, it, he, it, it's, it's fun enough, but... Okay, for out of all the Spider-Men, I liked the first and second Spider-Man of the first series more than I think the rest of them. Really, Spider-Man three, Spider-Man three, which we did on spoilers with the Venom one. Yeah, that was early this year, I think. Yeah, yeah, that sucked. Yes, he, uh, McGuire, Tobey Maguire could not be that Spider-Man. No, it was not. It was not in his cards, no. and it was. It was. It was a fail. Yeah. Tom Holland, the new Spider-Man. Yes. I enjoy it because of his nerdy awkwardness. Yeah, I enjoy that part of it, but it still feels. I still feel like he's too attractive. It's it's a weird thing. Oh, it, it's, this is a weird anti. Uh, it's a nerd bias, I guess. That you're supposed to be unattractive if you're a nerd. Yes, right. Well, that's, that's bad, right? That's pretty. Bad. Is it sort of like those those movies where like I don't know, like uh, How to Lose a a uh, guy in 10 days or... Uh, 10 things I hate about you. 10 things I hate about you. No, no. Where, she's all that. She's all that, right? Yeah. Where the, the girl's supposed to be an unattractive... But she's not, though. But she's not to begin with. 
Well, this is the thing. I mean, yeah, you take her glasses off and you put some makeup on her and she looks prettier, but she looked naturally beautiful with the glasses and everything. But uh, you, like, like a Michael Sarah would be, I think, a good Spider-Man. Michael Sarah. Ooh, no. Be- because no, no, he no, no, looks no. like a fucking nerd. But I feel like if you put the suit on, you can do whatever you got to do. Well, you've seen him in an action flick. You've seen him in a couple of them, actually. Was it Ultra Bad? No, no, that was uh, Social Network. The, yeah. thing, the thing is, though, is is with the Peter Parker and Spider Man. Scott Pilgrim. That was see, that was fun. Was t- he, he could not pull the same moves off. Yeah, but it was fun. <laughs> the 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 thing is with like Peter Parker and Spider Man. If you have an ugly, atrocious Peter Parker, okay, dork, he's not going to get the good looking girlfriend as Peter Parker, which he does. Well, but he doesn't. Okay, uh, again, I'm, I'm going based just off the cartoon and based off the movies. I didn't do the comics at all. Okay. From what I get from Spider-Man, he doesn't get the girl until he becomes Spider-Man, in which the confidence builds up enough that his nerdiness is acceptable. So it's sort of like uh, Big Bang Theory, where you know Leonard, Leonard gets Penny. Penny. Okay. I mean, he doesn't become Spider-Man, but eventually his... He gains confidence. He gains confidence. He, well, no, he doesn't gain confidence. He gets comfortable. He, he gets comfortable enough to approach her. Okay. Where Spider-Man becomes literally a superhero, which... In I, and there, out of the suit. There, there, but there's no, there's no comparison in real life to the confidence that comes with being a superhero. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. So he becomes Spider-Man. Yep. He's got the suit. He knows he's quote-unquote untouchable right he's a superhero so outside of the suit the persona still starts to come out this is a very very bad analogy i'm about to make and i'm acknowledging that from the get-go but i think it's very apt i think it's like a fat girl getting skinny i don't get it a fat girl has to develop a very good personality now she gets skinny Great personality, and now you're hot. You're a package. That's the way I see Spider-Man. But he was a fat girl that got hot. I I, I hear what you're trying to say, Shallow Hal. But um, yeah, I I understand. No, no, no. But but, 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 Jack Black. (laughs) But uh, that's the only Jack Black movie I actually enjoy. What What I'm saying is like uh, he was attractive before he became Spider-Man on the inside. I have a better question. For no, you. no. In uh, okay. Amazing Spider-Man uh, two, yeah, or one. He's too attractive. To be he's Spider-Man. too attractive to begin yes. with. So it's not like I, I mean, I, I get the analogy you're trying to make. I understand, but I think it's in a different realm because all he did was put on a suit and get these superpowers. He didn't become more attractive. He just gained more competence. Yeah, no, exactly. So what I'm saying is the personality is, is there all along to be a good person. Uh, once you back it up with confidence, it doesn't matter what you look like. It, that that can be the package itself. Yeah, it, it's sort of like what I've said all my life. You could be a ten as a woman. You can be you can be a ten or an eight or a nine or a ten, whatever. Looking, can you be a ten? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But if you're a bitch and you got a bad attitude, you've just gone down in rungs. Absolutely. You know, a lot. You you can be a seven. Have a great personality, a great competence, a, a, a great attitude to you, and that'll boost you up. I'll even go to a, I'll even go down to a five, a five with a great personality, 
is, is much better than a, a ten with a bad person. But, but according to the, the the teachings, if you've got a seven or above hotness and <laughs> seven or above, right. you got a unicorn. You need to capture her. Right. We need to study her. And yeah. See, it's a weird thing. Maybe I relate to this a little bit too much, and it's uh, that's why I'm getting all weird and crazy about it. I, I feel like uh, I'm, I'm not the hottest guy on the planet, but my personality, I'm, a, I'm a, like a fucking 15 personality-wise. But people don't give me the chance. Why are you guys looking at me that way? You don't you know? <laughs> Maestro, start, can start. I borrow your glasses? <laughs> <laughs> Personality-wise, you can't see it with your glasses, man. <laughs> well, on the inside, these, I'm these, are, these are special Peter Parker glasses. <laughs> <laughs> they measure personality. I see six. Oh wow! Well, that's because you Jesus. took your glasses off. Put them back on. Okay, right. you'll see a six and a half. Let me try these glasses. Uh, Hold right. on. Okay. I have a picture. I have a picture on my phone okay. of Tobey Maguire. Right now. Okay. Is he hot? Ooh, let me see. Oh, he's got a he's got a little bit, he's a little bit of a not not brooding, but it's like um, a Calvin Klein model now, right? All right, okay. So, your thoughts about them being too good looking beforehand versus after? Well, once he has that whole beard in, then you sure that's the only reason why? I think it. I think, I think it works. Should, I think you should double check what he used to look like too. Okay. Well. I, I, just, I never saw Tom McGuire as attractive. He, I didn't see him as unattractive. Uh-huh. I just didn't see him as attractive. I didn't see him as like a Leonard Hofstetter. Big Bang Theory. Big head. Okay. He's not attractive either. He's fine. He's not unattractive. But, he's, you, the, he, but he's, he's no Bradley Cooper or uh, Bruce Willis. You find Bradley Cooper attractive? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, he, I mean, he's fine. <clears throat> We're going to take Whoa, a break Whoa, look at the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Tom Holland's. He, he's all right. He, but he's not. I don't know what I'm trying. So, to say. are you trying to say our biggest gripe in this movie is with the guy they got to play Spider Man? That's my biggest gripe. I don't like him. You don't I, like Tom, don't, you don't like Garfield. I don't like Garfield. I don't like Garfield as, as Spider Man. I don't. They should have got Otis. Otis would have been better. Yeah. Who? Otis. Oh God! How dare you? You started this joke. Otis or Odie? Odie. Damn it! It's Milo and Odie. I mean, I would have taken Alvin, Simon, or Theodore. Yeah. This is how I feel. <laughs> oh, see, that's that's bad. That's okay. Oh, that's that's he, Spider-Man three. Picture as a uh, Dark Spider-Man three. Yeah, Venom, Spider-Man, Toby, Toby McGuire. Okay, this this movie was very cartoonish at points. Yeah, but also very real. At other points, I, I'll, I'll be quite honest with you. What kept me so attracted to this movie was Emma Stone. That's a that's the only thing that kept me watching this movie. That and I knew I had to watch it for this <laughs> for podcast. <laughs> um, it was yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm a big Emma Stone fan. I mean, I, no, I didn't know she was a part of this movie. I honestly didn't. When this movie first came out, I saw Jamie Foxx as this blue guy, which I assumed was going to be a Freeze version guy. Okay, yeah. I, th- I thought he was a Freeze guy. More Freeze, not Electro. Right. And I was churned so off. I, I showed no interest. I didn't want to watch it. Uh, after watching the movie, I realized I was correct in thinking I should not like Jamie Foxx in this movie. <laughs> 
Jamie Foxx's character was stupid. I, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't like it at all. He he, he was. There, there's. I mean, you feel for the guy because I, I can relate to parts of him. Where it's like, hey, do you guys even know that I'm here? Uh, can you guys? Yeah, see I think that me? was way over the top. It was. It was too far. Right. Yeah. It was too far. But but it did strike a chord with me to a certain point where I, I have been that kid. Uh, when I was younger, like, hey, do you guys even know that I'm existing? Man, I, I but, get, but, it, but it was too cartoonish. I, I, you're right. I get that they were trying to portray the character as a guy that nobody really knows who he is. You know? Right. But they went too far to, in, in the scenes he was in, to overemphasize. Who knows who? Well, I, I built the grid, you know? I designed the grid. Yeah, right. Blah, blah, blah. It was way too over the top. Yeah. So I, I I made everything that you guys work off of. This whole city would not be up and running. If Sorry, it was not if for you me. were that talented, I but care. also who are you? I, I don't. I mean, I don't care how much competence you have. If you're that talented to make that grid, and you knew you were getting screwed, you know, fuck you guys. I'm going somewhere else. Right. He he should he should be important enough that people are. Pining for him, trying yeah. to get him, steal him right? to the next company. Yes, but no, he's just he, and they, they overplay his personality too much. Like like you were saying, cowboy, it's, it's too far where he's so insignificant, and it's it's just it was done. And then he becomes very poorly. Electro, and now he's got all the confidence in the world. They're gonna know who I am now. And that's another weird thing I can kind of connect with. It, it's a weird thing. I, as much as I hated Jamie Foxx's character and the whole thing. There were things about him that I could connect with, and I was like, "All right, I get it." But it was still like it was still too cartoonish. He idolized Spider Man. Spider Man was his best friend in the movie, right? In the beginning, fictional. It was a fictional best friend. He had fictional conversations with because Spider-Man. he was the only guy who knew him, right? Because or saw him, or saw him, or knew him. Because Spider Man said, "I need you." Right, you're my, you're my eyes and ears. Oh my God, somebody needs me. So he had this oh. fetish for Spider Man, and it became like, crazy. Like he jacked off in the shower to Spider Man. You he know? did. That was the deleted scene. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. That <laughs> a great deleted scene. Yeah, right. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. I mean, he had the happy birthday scene where he's like, oh, Spider-Man, you gave me a cake. Oh, you even knew it. He baked the cake himself and put it in the fridge. He goes, Spider-Man, you baked. No, you fucking dumbass. You baked the cake. You put it in the fridge. Now you're pretending Spider-Man gave you the cake. See, that's where it disconnects from me. Yeah, exactly. Because I I get his whole personality type to a point, but once it gets to that level, it's like, too far, too far. Well, I guess my question is this. How far does it take for a person to snap? Think of it this way. This guy, mm. everyone hates him or doesn't like him or doesn't care for him. The only person that he can talk to is himself because he's by himself. He creates everything himself, but he has no one else to help him. And when it does, when it does get shown to the light, who takes the credit? Not him. That's the thing that is messed up for me. The thing that I can reconcile in my mind is if he is that brilliant and he is making all these things happen, there has to be some recognition along the way. Is there? There has to be. What if his name's not even on any of the paperwork? It's happened plenty of times. I've seen it happen even today in real life. People do the work and then their managers take their, their, their credit for it, say they did it. They take the names off and it's all them. Okay. No, that's a fair point. All right. 
So his whole frustration about the world then gets churned towards Spider-Man. That's the thing I don't also like. Because it turns to an obsession, man. I mean, you have a person that is in love with somebody, not for, for, for just because they shows an ounce of credibility towards a person, right? And where he, which is what he really desires. And see, is, that 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 was a misguided uh, issue there, because as Electro is in the middle of Times Square. Spider-Man really wanted to help him out, Max. And remembered him. And remembered him. To a point. Oh, you had the blueprints, but he couldn't remember his name. And that's the turning point? And But the thi- no, the turning point is... The is, cop shot him. The cop shot him. No, but even before that, he was like, you remember me? Like, yeah, the guy the blueprints. Oh, that's great. You remember me? What's my name? Oh, oh no, um, no, I remember this. Um, um, you it's don't remember Max, my name? Max, it's Max. But it wasn't until he said Max. Yeah, exactly, but there was still the yes. ability to get connected to Max. He could have been angry with him, but the the obsession with the caring for that person would still over would, would still go over that. It's like, I would look over that because you still remember me. I, I, I think it, the, it should be enough. It should be. But he's also fucking crazy. Well, no, exactly. you, you think about it. He had no confidence whatsoever. At all, right? Now he's got this power. Now he's got this ability. And he's confused. He doesn't know what's going on. He has no clue. Yet he has all this power. He can do all this stuff. He doesn't know how to handle it. That's another thing that bothered me a lot. He he instantly got a bunch of power. And seemingly was able to control it very quickly. Uh, Spider-Man, uh, based on the Tobey Maguire version of Spider-Man, uh-huh. he had to do the rock sign, the uh, the the rock. What is it? The uh, horns and the bull, trying to get his web to come out of his hands. Yeah, yeah. This electro guy becomes what he has, and he's like, "Oh, I can do all these things," and uh-huh. he instantly knows how to use his powers. Well, he's a genius. He is. He's very smart. He built the grid. He designed the grid. But he it, knows how energy and electricity work. So, but how do you harness it yourself personally? Well, I, that's the thing that he fell into. You know, he got all this power, and and he survived. You know, all, every that tragedy that happened to him, falling into the tank of eels and and not, stuff like that. Not to mention, though, I said what you're saying is electricity is a, another form of how the brain communicates with itself, transfer of energy through electric, electrical like uh, impulses. Right. Okay. So his entire think of it this way: his entire body is in a giant brain too. All the cells work at the same have a speed. He's a battery. We've come to find out. Right. I'm not surprised if he figures out because he knows the fundamentals of electricity. No problem. But how to harness it yourself as a human being. Or it's not how does he harness it. It's how does he understand what he does creates certain things and how to control it. Well, it comes at a quicker pace. But, but no, no matter how much you understand the science of electricity, there's no way you're going to understand if I put my right hand out and think really hard. Bolt of lightning. Shock it out. Well, that's not, it's, not, it's not in science books. No. There's in no the textbook for that. In the beginning when he became electro... And he was unsure of what's going on. He, he, you, you saw the terror in his face, like, well, what's going on? You know, blah, blah. But at some point, he realized he's losing energy. And then all of a sudden, he's like, hmm, oh, there's an electric wire underneath this grate. Let me grab it and get some more energy because I'm running out of energy. But how do you, how do you know that's the thing? Because that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, where's the drain? 
I need a scene where he goes to the train station to reach somebody to teach him how to move objects. <laughs> ghost? Really? Yes. Okay. I need a ghost scene in here to teach him a little bit. The, the, the reason why he figures out that uh, the energy comes from the electrical node in the wire, right? The reason why is because what you see in his vision is actually he sees in electricity. He, he basically sees the matrix. Yes. He sees so, the electric matrix. That's what he sees. And the, out of all the things that he's looking at, the shiniest part is that one like, big wire. He's drawn to the white, shiny lights. So they should have... <laughs> his nickname should not have been Lecture. It should have been Mothman. Well, that's what... Well, that's, think of it Go as towards a, the lights. I have a question. You see something <laughs> flash like, yeah. continuously? You want to know what that is. I'm not going to touch it. You don't know that. You're not. I mean, do you, know you, that. You, well, my, my, <laughs> if I see a, a wire, electrical wire flailing around in the middle of the street, I'm but like, it, hey, let me go check that but out. It doesn't look like an electrical wire. What is it look, but, if it looks like Bruce Willis, I'll go touch it. <laughs> Bruce Willis' head's shiny. What are the odds? Bruce Willis' head's shiny. <laughs> I, I got a tattoo of Bruce Willis somewhere on my body. You want to touch it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Take off your clothes. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, no, I will not. His touch head's you. bald and shiny too. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, Bruce Willis is not attractive anymore, huh? Well, when you put it that way. I, so anyway, well, first like, of all, I have my own Bruce Willis. I'm fine with my own. So there you go. <laughs> you can pet your Bruce Willis anytime. Right. Um, Electro. <laughs> We're getting him good tonight. Yes. No, I'm getting him. I just don't want to see it now as a visual. Now. It's horrible. Okay. So Electro, um, all of a sudden, evolves like a Pokemon. He does. And realizes he's no longer solid. Right. He's not a solid person anymore, right? He, he goes from Volteon to Mewtwo. Like, real quick. Jo- jo- Volteon? is Jolteon. 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 Um, and and Mew all night. Joltorion is not Mew too is not even an evolve of Mew. It's a uh, genetic human alteration. genetic. I understand. Uh, clone of Mew with accentuated, increased uh, by the times way, power. Anyway. By the way, hold on. Check out the podcast archives where we just did uh, the first Pokemon movie. It's. I don't know why I look at the cameras or anything right? right now. Hi. Check out the... Uh, yeah. no, the uh, we, we did Mewtwo Strikes Back, the first Pokemon movie yes. uh, in the archives. Because what movie came out? Pokemon Detective, Detective Pikachu. Pikachu. So, um, yeah, so he all of a sudden, like I said, evolves and realizes... I'm no longer even flesh and bone anymore. I'm just made up of all electricity. I can go into this grid and that grid and just blah, 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 and so sort through electricity. So you guys are telling me that if he had some sort of like, what's it called, a fighting montage? Yeah. You'd be happy. Or a Morpheus of some kind. Really? It would have been better. That's what makes you feel better about this? It would. Weirdly enough, it would. Wow. I, I need to see him gaining his powers. The thing is, is when you... Oh, when, no. when you when, the uh-huh. thing is, is you think of uh-huh. Spider-Man, right? Yes. Peter Parker becomes Spider-Man. He's still human with superhero abilities, right? Right. Jamie Foxx's character, Max, is a human... Human, right? Very ugly human. And no, he gets these abilities. Uh, it's a Ferengi quote. He's no longer human anymore. Right. So he's not a human with super powers. 
He's not even human. He's just he's, electricity. He's electricity, yeah. That's it. He's yeah. Professor that Manhattan. That makes no sense. It does. I made so many times during the movie. I thought this is such a Manhattan reference. What they're doing? I don't like it. Which one? Manhattan reference? Max. Oh, he, he was. He was. He, he, he's not the villain uh, that we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> And I mean, not yeah. the villain we need. Here's either. the thing: you you go back to uh, Iron Man. I don't know which one it was. Where that one big, huge dude? He had the the, the electric the electric whips. Oh and yeah, stuff like Mickey Rourke. Oh right. Oh. <laughs> okay, like he yeah. was still human though, right? Yeah. Yeah, he just had uh, suits. Which, by the way, Harry has all these suits, which we're gonna get to in the end. Harry Osborn has all the suits. See, Which I hated. Oh, come on, you go back to uh, the original Star, uh, Spider-Man with, uh, I was going to say Star Wars, Spider-Man with uh, Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And at the end of the first one, uh, the Goblin. Well, yeah. That, Ooh, Goblin. Well, but that's the thing, though. In the Spider-Man universe. Yeah, I know. The Osborns are the villains. Yeah. They are the Goblins. Uh, so we didn't see... And it was his best friend. Assuming... Yeah. Uh, we, I, we didn't watch the first movie. Uh, did right. you watch the first movie? Yes. Maestro? Okay. What, was the Green Goblin in the first movie? No. No? No. What, what was the main villain in the, in the first movie? It was a lizard man. Lizard man. And they were trying to make people lizards? Yes. I, I don't... I, I kind of want an explanation, but I also don't really care. Okay. So basically, the, 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 the main premise for this uh, bad guy in the, second, in the first film is he, is, uh, he worked with uh, Peter's father. Richard. Richard or was Parker, it? yeah, Richard, and he was basically doing a doing a cloning or working for like cell development because he's lost his arm. He wants Combining to, humans and animals because the replication of of, of reptile DNA allows them to, re, to regrow their tails, right? In real life, so this, this is why the Harry Osborne's father in this movie was trying to get after that because he was dying and he wanted to regenerate in a certain way, shape, or form. Basically, so. Um, in this, in the first film, the the lizard man basically is a guy that's been looking for a genetic code, or a, spe- a specific type of like algorithm that allows the genetic sequence to cor- to correct itself and fundamentally fuse with uh, living DNA from another animal. So, so the, the point was that heal bad cells was that that was the genesis. Basically, and then, and then it became a bad rapid stem cell growth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I I have no interest in watching the first movie after the second one. You would like it, really? Yeah. Is, does his face change? Garfield. He gets more like dorky. He's in the first film. He's dorky. Much more dorky. Yeah. All right, maybe. I don't know. In this one, he's too cool. Right? Yeah. Are so we gonna it, do the first one on spoilers? I think we have to. <laughs> <laughs> if, if if only he's just a torture cowboy. <laughs> well. It, Emma Stone's in both. Oh, okay. I'm down. All right. You got me. The Hook next episode we're doing. Her. Next week on spoilers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what? All right. So, for the premise of this movie, basically, <laughs> Jack. Is his name Jack? Who's Jack? Max. 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 Wow. Never let go, dude. Who cares? I, I honestly, I, I was, I was tuned out very early in this movie. And, and I finished watching it because it was on spoilers. I was no eating my sandwich <laughs> during most of the movie. So Emma Stone was great? I stopped eating when Emma Stone was... Well, mm. yeah. Emma Stone's a great actress. I, I do. I, I do know. want to talk I, about I think this. she's a great actress. I think it was a very bold move that they killed Emma Stone. 
No. No? No. Here's, here, 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 let, let's jump to that scene where she dies. She dies. The end. Right. If she would have lived, I would that would have made me be even more upset. Okay. The way she snapped. But that at the end, okay. there's no way she could live. If she lived, then I'd be like, okay, what superhero is she going to be in the next one? But but this, it goes into the trappings of all superhero movies. Well, not all, but most. Uh, uh, okay, Superman. It comes to the Superman thing. When Lois Lane is falling from a building, Superman goes to catch her. This is an argument that's on all yes. the like subreddits. If if Superman yeah. were to catch Lois Lane, you got the way, you got this argument from Big Bang Theory, right? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Snap her neck. And but because that's so like cliche and part of superhero movies, I thought she was going to live. As soon I, I watched this with uh, with my daughter and with with uh, with my girlfriend. My daughter. daughter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. As soon as she was caught, right before she hit the floor, I was like, all right, great, happy ending. And both my daughter and Annie were like, that one snapped her neck. She's dead. I I, I swear to God, I saw her head hit the floor. That's what Alexa said. My daughter said the same thing. Like, no, she hit the floor. And I was like, no, she didn't. She didn't. But either way, her body, her body, like, like, but because the way superhero movies have taught me, like, Happy ending, she's going to live. So I was like, all right, she's fine. And then cut to the funeral, I'm like, whoa! <laughs> That's amazing. I actually got excited that she died. I, I was not excited that she died because it was Emma Stone. I was happy that she died because she should have died. Yes. The way she snapped. That I think that's where my excitement I, came from. I, yeah. I was like, I agree hey! Logic. <laughs> right? Not only that, but all these fucking huge-ass sprockets are above her. I know! One of them would have hit her in the yes. head. Yes! That bothered the hell out of me. The spider web went through all the sprockets, all the gears. But all of them fell around her. Right. If if the spider web caught her and she survived, the sprockets would have killed her. Yeah. She- and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so either way, she was doomed to fail. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. No. She should have died, and I'm glad she did. Okay. As weird as that sounds. No, no. It it, it makes sense. The position she was in, there is no way of survival. Right. That's fair. And they w- made the right choice. Yes. Fair enough. That is the only thing I liked about this movie: the fact that Emma Stone died. Really? It's it, weird as it sounds. Not I, for the sake of it being Emma Stone, because. Right, of course, because mm. she's going to live forever. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing about it, though. I mean, like, you look at all these characters. A lot of the characters weren't good enough. Right. Spider-Man was too off. Yes. Uh, was Emma Stone's character, was it? Was her name Felicia? No, was that it, was it called? No, no, no. <laughs> Felicia. Oh, I want to talk about Felicia, too. Oh. Right. Oh, by the way, Felicia, he, he dates her, too. So, yeah. That, uh, it, was, uh, it was cut from the movie. Yeah, I know. You know how you know the list of Spider-Man girlfriends are? There, it's long, dude. Spider-Man yep. has a lot. He is a playboy. Does Does Spider-Man date Felicia in the third one? No, Harry. Uh, no, they never made a third one. There was supposed to be a third one. It got canned. This would be part of the trivia. It, it was canceled. Uh, I think because they were rebooting already. <laughs> they were already plans for the uh, Avengers. The reboot. Got it. Yeah. So they need. A Deadpool to clean up the timeline. Yes. Well, he's already starting. He's already got the time device. 
Oh my god, it was such an amazing scene. <laughs> I love the fact that he was able to go back in time. See, that's the beauty about it. I mean, like, I think he gets a time device like twice in the comics, right? One of them is with this this way, and the other one's another one. It was a, it, it was it was Deadpool. Shoot, I think Deadpool kills Deadpool, mm. or he gets the uh, continuity stone <laughs> from Thanos, <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes and ki- <laughs> then he goes back and kills the writers. <laughs> That we're drawing, or the, the artists that we're drawing him. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> I love Deadpool. Oh, it was great. <laughs> Continuity stuff. By the way, Thanos was sleeping in a hammock for that, <laughs> for that scene. <laughs> oh, good times. Oh. All right. Uh, let's talk about Harry. Okay. Uh, Harry Osborne. Looked like... Or the Green from Goblin. Looked like a Defoe, like... Once he became the goblin, looked like a default clone. No, it, it was it was embarrassing. Yeah, it, the the way that they portrayed Harry Osborn from the beginning was embarrassing. I it, thought it looked like a Tobey Maguire remake. Yes, the Venom Tobey Maguire with, yes. with the hair yeah. down in front yeah, of his yeah, face. Yeah. yeah, it was Spider Man Three <laughs> from the first series. Reborn into this. You're Harry talking Osborne. about emo Tobey Maguire. Yes, yes, exactly. Emo Peter Parker. The one that had the finger yes. guns as he walked down the street. <laughs> ladies, <laughs> ladies, ladies. Yeah, well, he was he was the shit then. Was that he? Was, was he really? Well, that no, was the third. He was not. And that's what sucked about that movie. And by the way, I think that one's in the archives as well. Yeah. We talked about Tobey Maguire, like, hey, trying to be sexy. You're not sexy. <laughs> so now Harry Osborn is now being this it's character. It's the competence. But no confidence can account for that hairstyle that he had. And he just puts a suit on. It's fine. Spider dick. <gasps> Wait, that is, that, what is it? What? Is it, what? How? It's, 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 sort, it's sort of like Deadpool. Super penis. Scorpionus? Super. Oh, super. Penis. I'm like, Scorpion? Wow. Harry Osborn was a bad character. Yes. The relationship between him and his father seemed very forced. Yes. Yeah. Now he becomes Green Goblin. The father says, I fucking hate you. But here's the information to all of my knowledge. It was a weird scene where Harry, Harry's dad basically told him, like, I'm embarrassed of you. I don't, I, I, you're the worst. But then here's... I sent you away to make you better, and this is what yeah. you become. By the way, we have the same genetic abnormality. You're doomed as I am. You're going to die. <laughs> here's, here's all the information I've been working on. <laughs> Hopefully you can right make heads or tails of this. So he finds it by accident. He starts going through all the archives. He gets cut off by uh, his chief of staff or whatever. Mm. And it gets the, the whole Harry, Harry Osborne story didn't need to be in this movie. No. And, and except the, you needed the goblin at the end. You didn't need you didn't need him. I, I think Harry could have been outside this movie altogether. I, I think the major problem was the mastermind issue. Electro was too stupid. He was very dumb. Yeah, yes. I, for someone it, so intelligent, he had no idea how to become even, a bad guy. Even, even it, well, hold on, he was very intellectually smart as far as book smart. Yes, not very socially smart. Yes, and the thing is, is Electro needed Harry to say, "I need you." Okay, that played out too long as yeah, well. It, it played out long. I need you. I need you. I need you. I need you. I mean, I, I mean, I understand. It it did go way too long. Oh, you there need was, me? There okay. was too many. I need you. Here I am. 
There was way too many. I need you. So many. But take my hand. We'll go on this. Electro together. needed that because he needed to be. He Never need, let go, Harry. He exactly, <laughs> exactly. He needed to be needed. Yes. Right? Yes. And he hadn't felt needed. So before Harry went there and said, "I need you. I need you to do this for me. I need you. Show me the money." Right. right. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> um, before he did help that, help me. Help you. Right? <laughs> Before that. Oh my God, it's Jerry Maguire. It's a movie, Jerry Maguire. Not Harry Maguire, but Jerry yeah. Maguire, right? <laughs> so. Before hey, that, Electro Ooh. just was like out to, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to fuck everything up. Yeah. And people are going to know who I am. Yes. That's it. Now, after Harry Maguire came in, <laughs> um, he has a purpose. It's yeah. not just about everybody's going to know who I am. He's like, oh, kill hey, Spider-Man. Right? right? Everything in this movie seemed forced. Yeah. Everything seemed forced. You're not wrong. To, to the point where uh, Spider-Man's dad turns out to be a good guy. Like, hey, here's the video I left you that you finally found in the subway by the Ninja Turtles. Uh, it, it was right? Lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of things. From some special subway car that came up from the bottom. Roosevelt. By the way, the computer in the subway car still works after all these years. Well, it no was, dust. It's amazing. It was completely plugged in the whole time. Yeah, no. mm-hmm. it was on a different grid right. than mm-hmm. Electro knew so, how to. Right. See, my guess is the Roosevelt Cloud. Yeah, my guess is the whole reason why the inside of the train was so clean was because the entire lab was a clean room. But there were still spider webs everywhere. That's true. Yeah, yeah, not so clean. Too anymore. many holes, man. Because yeah. he didn't kill all the spiders. <gasps> Yeah, made him there was still a spider is. alive in there. Wait, okay. Uh, another thing: Are we to understand that Richard Hammond? Parker Parker? Gotcha. Richard Hammond. <laughs> are you going back to Jurassic Park or what? Right. No, I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Oh shit! All right. New tangent. Mark, Mark Hammond. I got a new what? tangent. <laughs> Richard Hammond, James May, and right. uh, <laughs> the CGI in this movie. Okay. Spider Man flying around the city. Yeah. There was parts where you could see the wrinkles in his suit where it wasn't as form-fitting. Yes. And parts where he couldn't. Because yes. he didn't have a form. No, no. It's because some were CGI and some were not. <laughs> it, it was very distracting to me. I know it's a really weird thing to get caught up on. Intro sequence. When Spider-Man is going through these things, you can see wrinkles in his, in his back, in the back of his suit when he's flying around. Because that was, I think, maybe a real person. And then once switch CGI... There's no wrinkles in the back of a suit. Oh, it, it, it's 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 a stupid weird thing. So to it's cut up the on. continuity that bothers you. You need the continuity, continuity stone. It's a story. <laughs> yeah, the continuity stone was lacking in this movie. Maybe Thanos blinked out of existence or snapped it. Well, that, they, they did the third se- the episode. Yeah, you didn't have that problem in Deadpool. I mean, he had a hard time squeezing that ass into those red <laughs> spandex. You know. Yeah, and I heard he I heard, I heard he burped and puked in that one too. But the fact that they mentioned it made it okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> there was too many things about this movie that were very cartoonish. Yes. I did enjoy the parts that were not cartoonish, like Emma Stone dying. But I think that's it for me. So basically you're playing on the fact because they made it too cartoony for such a realistic point of view. They put a bunch of people in that weren't supposed to be there or were too forced to be there. And the only thing that came well-rounded towards it was the reality of showing how a person really should have died no matter what could have happened in the movie. Yes. 
I, 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 they were trying to mesh too many cartoon features with reality together. The pick one. It, uh, 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 the, <laughs> the part of the story. Let me finish. Lagging. <laughs> Sorry. I set you up for that. Yeah, Come on. Very good. The part of the story I did like is the uh, is the love story that was. You liked it? I I did because oh, no. here's the thing. Okay. It was a uh, god damn it! I love you, but you're toxic for me. This is not. You know, it's not the same. They said it in the movie. It's not. Uh, we're going down the wrong path. We're going down different paths. Blah blah blah. Right. He, Spider Man, Peter Parker, Speederman, Speeder Parker, <laughs> <laughs> or Speeder Parkman, yeah. um, knew that <laughs> he he didn't want to put yes her in the situation of he, being in harm. He made the right choice at the beginning. He loved her, yes, but didn't want to put her in harm's way. And then it turns out she loved him, and. Wanted him to just let her make her own decisions. Yeah. You know? And it seemed throughout the whole movie, that was a battle. You know? They were battling each other's love for each other. They both extremely loved each other. And you saw the agony in each other. But there was also bitterness at the same time. There was, but I think it was reluctant. Mostly from her. Mostly from her. No, I think it was reluctant bitterness. Okay. They, They had... They felt bitter, but they weren't really bitter. Because, I mean, you, you get to the point of, of the movie where uh, Electro, and she shows up and runs Electro right with, it, with, with the, car. the car, yeah, right? And he's like, no, you need to get out of here. And she turns and looks at him and says, you don't tell me what to do. I do what I want to do. Right. Basically tell him, look, I'm my own woman. That was weirdly sweet. As much as it seemed like she was being bitchy, it came across very sweet. Yeah, exactly. And and it was supposed to, and it made him realize, you know what? Okay. But, okay, this is where I get too much in my own head about things. I don't think he was wrong to cut her off. I it's, don't think he was either. It's the right thing to do yeah. in the position he was in yeah. to save her life. The fact that he then went back on it was like... Uh, it agonized him, dude. But, but it became selfish at that point. You're right, because she was going to England. Yes, it, it was jealousy. It wasn't jealousy. It was uh, because as long as she was there, he was able to keep an eye on her. And he, he it, no, That's what he said. But as long as every day he's looking in on her, he still feels like he's a part of her life. Yeah. The thing is, she moves to England. If he's not there with her, he doesn't feel like he's a part of her life. Yeah. And she's not a part of his life because she's going on and she's going to forget about him. All right. So, okay. Uh, there's a scene that bothered me quite a bit. This, this is back when they reconnect. She mentions, I go to this Korean barbecue place or whatever. I, oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, the one on 6th Street. And she's like, wait, that just opened. How do you know? Were you following me? And that was meant to be romantic? That's creepy as fuck, is it not? Well, I mean, no, it's not creepy as fuck because, A, they both realize and both know they're both in love with each other. 
it's 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 a it's not a love hate relationship. It's a God, we love each other, but God, it's just not what what the hell. And so he, it, and I guess she, the logic gets in, involved in it. She found it enduring that he yeah. was still following her around to keep her safe, and that to her. You you love me. They're bo- they're both fucked up. Then they're, 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 I, I did not say they weren't fucked okay. up. <laughs> I'm just saying you it's know. weird. Like oh, you're stalking me. That's so cute. That's like that's if a girl good. says, you know what? No, fuck you. I'm breaking up with you. I'm breaking up with you. I'm gonna be like, well, fuck you. I'm Spider Man. I'll go find a new chick. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I mean, unless you're Emma Stone, then. <laughs> right, if you, especially if you look like Garfield. Come on, take her. Uh, okay, you like lasagna? I love it. All right, <sighs> All right. that's a sign that the tank is full. Anything else about the movie you want to you want to talk about? No. Oh, my sure you got any movie things? <sighs> Honestly, to tell you the truth, I felt like the bad guys weren't up to snuff. The main character wasn't up to snuff. It was just everything was forced. It didn't seem like it went the way it should have. The only thing that made sense was the ending. And uh-huh. I think that the With rhino... the rhino man? No, no, before the rhino. The ri- talk about the rhino. <laughs> the, he said the only thing that made sense was the ending. The rhino man. The rhino man was... I mean, I'm, I mean the ending with the death. And the, the actual like seriousness of it. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then the rhino man just like brought it back to the crazy. I'm like, oh, okay, here we are. Okay. Back on the ride. Let's go. Here, here's the huge disparity between this movie and the last movie we did. Air Force One. Air Force One ended with a very, very sour note for me. And also, my show, I think we were on the same page about this. The, the way Air Force One ended sucked. The way this movie ended, good taste at the mouth. <laughs> it ended with the Rhino Man. Like, I'm going to kill you. And then, which happened to be a character that was in the beginning of the movie. Yes, it was. was driving the truck. Yes, it was. It was still crazy. And, but, but the way... That, this is my favorite line of the entire movie. Was where Spider-Man is now yelling at the Rhino Man. On behalf of the people of New York and all real rhinos everywhere. Yeah, that was <laughs> Put good. your hands up. That was very, that was very Deadpool-esque. It was very Spider-Man. Spider-Man was... More Deadpool-y before deadpool okay. was. With his sarcasm and the way... So Tobey Maguire screwed it up. Yes. Yeah, Spider-Man was pretty much a smart ass. Right. Got it. Witty banter, would you say, Maestro? <laughs> okay. Spider-Man. Yeah, Witty banter. So that was, that was great. So my, my final taste in my mouth is that line. And like, ooh. But I think the movie would have been better had there been more of that throughout the movie. I agree. That's why I think if, you might like the yeah. first one more. Well, that's what I'm saying. If they made Spider-Man, the amazing amazing Spider-Man, portrayed the way Spider-Man's supposed to be, like Deadpool. Yeah. It, it would be a much better movie. Spider-Man, from what I've heard from Maestro, at least, he's very deadpool as far as the way that he talks to people. Well, that's not, what I gather now. Not so much the fourth wall part I, of it, but well, the, the witty banter. There were 16 walls. The fourth wall within the fourth wall. That's right. like 16 yeah. walls. <laughs> but uh, now that I understand that, you know, because I, I've all, growing up with comics and stuff like that, I was always very big into X-Men. Yes. Wasn't really into the Spider-Man. 
I mean, I collected the Superman dies and the Superman's reborn, blah, okay. blah, blah. With the comics. Never really read them. Okay. I just got them because everybody's like, ooh, Superman yeah, dies. You no. know, I got to get it. Do you still have them? No. Oh. I think I do. Really? No, I'm just saying that, that that's worth a lot of money, I, I think, at this point. No. No, it doesn't. They made too many of them. Yeah. Oh. I, they, o- they overpublished it. Yeah. So uh, everybody got a copy of it. Speaking of which, though, I have probably maybe eight or nine boxes about the size of, I'd say, your typical moving box for okay. comics. I, I had a stack about five inches high of comics. No, no. But my question is this, though. Um, these comics, I haven't read. Yeah. Okay. They were given to me. Oh, well, like all, all my comics were in pristine condition in sleeves, hardback sleeves, you know, so they were yeah. pristine. And, you know, I had Superman dies in the plastic unopened, Superman reborn, blah, blah, blah. The reign of Superman, all the different reign of Supermans. You know, I don't know if you remember those. Yeah. They had all the different reigns of Are Superman. Those the older New 52. Before. Um, dude, this is like my eighth grade. I that's a thing. It's like my eighth grade. This is like 93. This is before the New 52, man. And never read, never folded any of the pages. Uh, all my comics, you know, I, I would read the comic in the comic book store. Then I would buy a pristine yeah, copy. Yeah. I was so Big Bang Theory back then. And uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I want to say it was probably about five or six years ago. I ran into somebody that I, I knew um, that was really into comic book heroes, superheroes, blah, blah, blah. And... It was his birthday, and I'm like, you know, these things have been sitting in my fucking garage forever. I looked them up. None of them were worth anything. And I was like, here, happy birthday. Oh. And I just gave them to him, you know. All right. I wanted to give them to somebody that would get more enjoyment out of them than okay. me. So it wasn't about the money. Right. And I think the only comic book that I had in there that was probably worth 60, 70 bucks was Shadow Man number eight or something like that, which nobody even knows who the fuck Shadow Man is. I know, but, Shadow, I know Shadow Hawk. Oh, no. This was like Shadow Man. And oh, no, actually, I had, I had uh, issue number one of the Uncanny X-Men. Oh. oh. I, I, actually, I don't think it was number one. I think it was number 200. Had oh. the hologram. <laughs> no, no. It, it was a big... <laughs> I get it. It was, it was a big difference. No, no, it was, it was like a reboot. Okay. It was like uh, a beginning of a new arc. A beginning of a new arc. And it had a hologram oh, card right. on the front cover. Okay. I think that was the one that was worth something. But at that point, you know, to me, it wasn't about the money. It was about this guy is such a comic lover, X-Men, whatever. I mean, he wore a Green Lantern shirt, for God's sakes. Um <laughs> And oh. that was his favorite shirt. You so, know? He had, so he had bad taste in comics. Well, no, I gave him good taste in comics. <laughs> okay. um, but it was his birthday, and I was like, here, happy birthday, man. My most prized comic collection that I have is the uh, Circle Chase, which is the, uh, orig- the original Deadpool series. First, the, first store, the, first the first Deadpool dedicated series. Yes. Hold on. He came out in, uh, it, was, it was X-Men, I think, mm-hmm. that he came out first. You, there was a comic in there. That he had never seen before that I got, and I don't remember why I got it, but okay, you remember um, Star Wars? What was the, that? The original Star Wars where they had the poster. Oh, yeah, with they Spock. Had, no, no, Star Wars. Uh, I don't understand. They had the original poster. The brown coats. <laughs> <laughs> My job here is done. <laughs> oh, I am maestro for this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
wrenching the cowboy. I had to do nothing. Nothing. Something about Star Wars? Okay. Huh? You're going to shut down? (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. No. So the original Star Wars, uh, like one of the original Star Wars posters, it showed like a bunch of people, blah, blah, blah. And it showed Luke Skywalker there with his lightsaber. Lightsaber. Yep. Right. Okay. I had a comic book. This was like early 90s. I bought this comic book. When Married with Children <laughs> was like, wow. they made a Married with Children comic book. No, what? And, okay, this was back in the early 90s where it was like, you have Spider-Man 2010, Spider-Man 2001, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, 2000s is like crazy, right? right. That's never going to so, happen. <laughs> I had a, I don't remember, I think it was Married with Children 2010. Right? It was a comic book, Married with Children, 2010. Oh, my God. And it had Peg sitting there on, on Al Bundy's leg, blah, 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 and the kids. And, and Al sitting there with his order. <laughs> Total spoof comic book. Apparently, that was worth some money. Uh, yeah. Like 20 like bucks or something like that. I don't oh, know. But, I mean, I think I spent $1.99 on it back <laughs> in the 90s. So, it was good times. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. This movie. So we're gonna back wrap to up this, this uh, movie. Spider-Man. All right. Uh, no more closing thoughts. We're done with this. No. Yep. Ryan, Rhino Man's done. Yeah. All right. Very good. Guy now, hit my head. We're gonna. <laughs> so those are our opinions of the movie. But like I said, at the top of the show, we have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Now let's see if people actually have credentials. The critics. Do we need the good reviews or the bad reviews first? Well, I didn't like the movie. Oh, you meant no with people, credentials? No got actual it. credentials. Mm. We're not there yet. We ain't, we ain't got that. Hmm. What's that? Good reviews? Cool. Okay, yeah. David Sims from the Atlantic. I don't know who he is. Overstuffed with plots and consequentially struggles to invest the audience in any of it, since there's so much to get through and so many future films and spinoffs to set up. All right. Isn't that wrong? I mean, no, you're... Yeah. Anthony Lane from The New Yorker. Despite the efforts of Electro, the franchise is running shockingly low on juice. (laughs) (laughs) You you, you did say bad Uh, reviews, right? Yeah, these are bad. Okay. No, these are good. Sorry. These are good? Yeah. That did not sound good. It did not. Maybe I... Maybe you're reading the bad reviews. (laughs) Maybe I did. I don't know. All right. Uh, Christopher Orr from The Atlantic. About the best thing one can say about this fiasco is that Webb has taken only two films to reach the same exhausted, exhausting endpoint that Rami required three to achieve its progress. Yeah, that, that, of sort. that was a bad read of the review. <laughs> he's, all right, so he's saying basically this is uh, better than the first bullshit series. These are good reviews? But no. They don't sound good. They don't, but these are... Okay. Richard Roper, bad review, from richardroper.com, shockingly enough. Overstuffed plot and too many villains, but the visual effects pop, and Garfield slash Stone are still better than Maguire slash Dunst. I agree with him there. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I, I mean, there, there's ups and downs. <sighs> there was no, there was no stupid. Let's hang upside down and get a kiss. I think I like Dunst better romantically than I liked Emma Stone in this movie. Really? In 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 the Spider-Man universe, 
As far as romantically outside of the universe. I don't even know who you are anymore. Yeah, no, I'm all What's that. your name? Mm-hmm. Seriously. Uh, on my show. Huh? Huh? What? <laughs> All right. Uh, that's the only bad review I found, but the good reviews seem bad enough, so we're going to move on. Yeah. Now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. We, everybody loves to play. This is the part of the show where I make the guys guess the score based on his Rotten Tomato score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst the critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten. 60 to 84 is fresh. 85 and up is certified fresh. What do you want to guess first, the audience or the critics? Ooh, let's go with the uh, audience. Audience, what do hey, you Hey, let's guess? go with the audience. Good choice, cowboy. I'm glad you piped in. What do you want to guess for the audience score? Cowboy. I want to go with... Oh, oh hey, Maestro. <laughs> <laughs> audience score, what do you guess? Audience score? 52. All right. 35. 35. Ooh, my guess was 50. The actual audience score... 64. Cowboy gets it. Look at you, Whoa, man. whoa, whoa. Yeah, whoa. No, see, the horrible thing is the audience thought it was fresh. No, just below. Oh, no, you're right. Damn it. It wasn't audience certified it was fresh. fresh. It wasn't certified Wait, fresh. do I not know the rules of no. this game? Let me read them again. No, I'm going to pass. <laughs> right. Tomato meter. The critic score. What do you guess the critics score to this movie? I'm going to go with 40. I'm going to stick with 52. Wow. I also guessed 40. Maestro, look at you. What? The actual audience score is 52. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> that wasn't the audience. That was the critics. That was critics. <laughs> I just stayed on 52 both times. Wow. You, you got it. Eat your heart out, Hollywood. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, Cowboy gets both wow. of those. Look at that. Paul? Yeah, I would have given it like 35. All right. Next segment. Paul Giamatti wasn't in this? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. He was the rhino. <laughs> it, looked like him. it looked like him, didn't he? I know. It was great. As soon as he came on screen, I yelled out loud, Oh, my God, look at this. I, I, think, he, I think you should play, replace uh, the rhino with Paul Giamatti. Agreed. Agreed. I agree with that. <laughs> or how about the guy? Dri- how about the guy driving the truck at the beginning of the movie? Oh, better Paul choice. Better choice. Yeah. All right. Fuck I mean, the rhino. The guy at the beginning of the movie with driving the truck uh, should be replaced with Paul Giamatti. I agree. What do you think, I, audience? What? Huh? All right. Cool. Unanimous decision. <laughs> Paul Giamatti should play the rhino. <laughs> <laughs> the truck driver. Yes. All right. Now it's time for the part of the show where I give you guys little bits and facts and information you may not know about the film. This, this is what I'm waiting trivia. for. Emma Stone yes. personally wrote Gwen's graduation speech. Oh, lovely. Isn't that weird? I thought because the way that it was written, and it was harking back to later, it was very deliberately written as part of the movie. Mm-hmm. But it turns out she wrote it herself. Well, maybe, maybe she wrote it herself and they put it into the movie that way for that reason. Yeah, Maybe that, she was a valedictorian and that's the speech that she read mm, when she smart. graduated. She is intelligent. Yes, so smart. She was wasn't she like? Uh, oh no no, that's different. Different movie. Never mind. All right. Uh, Shana Wood, Woodley was cast as Mary Jane Watson and even filmed scenes, but her role was cut from the film because the filmmakers felt there were too many characters and wanted to streamline the film. So Mary Jane was supposed to be part of the movie. Too many characters. That's the one you cut. Very good. Fantastic. Uh, Felicity Jones' role was significantly cut down due to time constraints. 
in an interview, Jones stated that she would have been an ally to Harry Osborne, and at one point even let it slip that she was playing the Goblin's girlfriend, as my show alluded to earlier in the in the show. <laughs> they were dating. Uh, last bit of trivia: the humorously hateful news boss J. Jonah Jameson, one of the most iconic characters in the Spider-Man mythos, was never mentioned in Spider-Man. The first one, The Amazing Spider-Man in 2012. In this sequel, he spoke of frequently and never appears. So that's weird. It's a weird character because I feel like you can't replace him with anybody else. The person that played J. Jonah Jameson, which I feel his name is also J. something or rather. I forget. Huh? You can't do a J. J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, who cares? J.J.J.? J.J.J. All right. Money Makes the World Go Round... Let's put this film in perspective with other films so we can find out how financially held up to its peers. The budget for this film estimated $200 million. What? Mm-hmm. $200 million. What? what? What are you talking about? What do you think the national worldwide gross is? Or the total worldwide gross? I guess national is redundant. They... they they never meant made a third one because the reboot was already in works, right? So they decided, nah, forget it. Right. That's what, that's that's what I hear. It's only one. Hmm, I want to say three eighty five. Three eighty five. All right. Budget was two hundred. Four hundred even. In the U.S., this goes. $202.9 million. In the foreign box office, $506 no million. Total worldwide gross, $709. million. No way. Crazy successful. Not in the, not, not in the U.S., Yes, it made like more we, overseas. We saw it as crap, like it should have been. Right? And, and then that just goes to show you foreign people are stupid. Right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Build that wall. Build. Oh, no? <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have Donald Trump on the podcast tonight. I'm just kidding. All right. This film debuted in first place on the weekend of May 2nd, 2014, with $91.6 million. According to Box Office Mojo, this is 30. <laughs> Well, hold on, hold on. You said you said in the U.S. two hundred two, right? Yes. I said three eighty five. When you said two hundred two, I was thinking in my head, "Fuck you, Maestro." I got it, <laughs> right? Because I was thinking, "There's no way throughout the rest of the world yes. it made more than two hundred two. A lot more. <laughs> double, more than double." All right, don't look at me. So this, this is kind of a dumb category. I don't. I, I don't I like this too. game. I don't <laughs> like this game. This game makes no sense whatsoever. You got both Rotten Tomatoes scores. No, no, but this game, <laughs> this 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 game makes no sense whatsoever. Okay. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the thirty-first highest-grossing film in the category. Do you want to take a guess? A uh, superhero. Measure. Oh shit! Oh um, uh, yeah, this is, this is when you say something. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, superhero? Electric I just said that. Mm, close. Uh, Marvel Comics. Ah. Out of all the Marvels, this is thirty-first. What's number one? 
What do you think? Endgame. Deadpool. It is Endgame. Fuck Endgame. The most recent. Anytime we do any movie about Marvel, the most, the the highest grossing is going to be the most recent one that came out. <laughs> Endgame is is it? I still don't believe it. This was the twelfth highest grossing film of 2014. I think that's fake news. 2014. <laughs> <laughs> Endgame is fake news. What do you think the first grossing film of 2014 was? 2014. I don't remember that. Ooh, 14. I'll give that you was like Titanic. Five years ago. I'll, no. give you, I'll give you. <laughs> that was 97. Close guess. Samsonite. I'll, I'll give you a hint. I I don't think it's gonna tip it for you guys. It starred Bradley Cooper. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy of the Guardians. Or is it Hangover? Sorry, it's American Sniper. Oh, what? Right? That was that was a good movie. It was very depressing, but it was a very good movie. I like that movie. Right? It was good. It was nice. I also like Hurt Locker, I don't know which happened to beat out Avatar. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of awkward uh, talks in bed. Not in bed. Oh. They're divorced. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> they were divorced back then. It was his ex-wife that beat him out. Oh, that makes it sweeter somehow. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. That was 2014's Amazing Spider-Man 2, directed by Mark Webb. Yeah, Spider-Webb. We did play that joke earlier. Yeah, we did. Yeah. All right. But you didn't get it. Check out our website, <laughs> rapidpodcast.com. Wait, first, before we do that, I forgot to do this in the last podcast. Yeah, you did. Yeah. What? It's okay. Should you want some web-slinging gear from your hands? Oh, dude, I have one. Guess where I got I it? I know Use you magnets. Where'd you get it, Maestro? I got it on Amazon. What? Yeah! That's a crazy coincidence. <laughs> no, it's not. No, okay. Uh, so if you are going to buy it on Amazon, what, what should you do? I don't know. Cowboy, you tell me. Um... You go to our webpage, ratpackproductions.com. You click on the banner. Is that the right webpage? It's not. <laughs> ratpackpodcast.com or ratpack.productions. Okay, Rat, what he said. You go, <laughs> you go on that website and you click on the banner, the Amazon banner right there. Yeah. It'll take you to the Amazon webpage. What? And you log into your account and you buy your stuff like normal. doesn't cost you anymore, but it does give us a little bit of kickback to help us out for the show. Supports the show. You all right? It doesn't work. Now remember, keep your hands and arms inside the vehicle at all times. The other before. Or as uh, <laughs> us guys like to say in Wetoland, cinnamon toast and tacos at the door. That's true. Those are very delicious. <laughs> Uh, check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email, spoilers at ratpackproductions.com. See, that that's it? where I got the Rat Pack Productions. Rat Pack Productions. Ah, oh, you fucked me up, man. You got me all <laughs> fucked up. Uh, give us an iTunes recommendation. Who cares? Uh, next week, we are going back to the well of sea salts. Keep an eye oh. out, though. Hold on. Keep an eye out, though, because someday, hopefully in the near future, we will be on the iHeartRadio app. Mm, yes. Check that out. Oh. Ooh, we're working on it. We're working on it. We're working on it. We'll get there. I feel like we can say it confidently, like, yes, we're there now. But you... you, you if we're not, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it next podcast. You soon will be able to tell your <laughs> smart speaker. Yeah. Play this. Yeah. Ding dong. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next week, from the uh, you ran the rollerball, didn't you? It's the sea salt thing. Sea salt recommended this a while ago. Sea salt. I've never heard of this movie before, so thank you. Is that right? I've heard of it. I, I avoided it because I, I don't even weird. know what movie you're talking about. But all right. <laughs> this is 1995's Tank Girl. Oh, 
Which is also based off a comic book, it turns out. Yes, it is. So, following up a comic with another comic. I, I kind of feel a theme going on here. Right? It's weird. And then the movie after that, is that my birthday pick? <gasps> it is. Oh. It is. Have you found it yet? It's there. It's on, it's on the, uh, it's available. We're going to. We'll, we'll talk about that next episode, but it, uh, it's coming up real soon. I'm pretty excited. I have uh, forfeited my birthday pick because I have been p- picking up all of these movies recently. <laughs> so it's Cowboy's turn to. I've uh, never had a birthday pick. I feel so special. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be annoying. <laughs> oh, it's. Wait, wait, which one is it? Oh, we'll talk about it. We'll yeah. talk about it later. All right. So stay tuned for that. Until next time, I am Adam. I'm Cowboy. And I'm Maestro.